Welcome to the Grass-Fed Podcast with husband and wife team, Nabil Boomrar and Caitlin Weeks. Caitlin is a certified nutrition consultant and the creator of grassfedgirl.com. Nabil is a classically trained chef who works in a five-star hotel in downtown San Francisco. They are the best-selling authors of Mediterranean Paleo Cooking. Together, Nabil and Caitlin answer your questions about healthy cooking and wellness while helping you learn to enjoy a relaxed, paleo-primal lifestyle. Here are your hosts, Caitlin and Nabil. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Grassfed Podcast. We're so happy you're joining us today. And we are going to be talking about vegetables today, how to cook them and make them tasty and all the reasons you should eat more vegetables and if you should eat organic and which ones you should eat. So stay tuned for that. So Grassfed Chef is here with me. What have you been up to, Grassfed Chef? All right. Like last week, I've been working on my basement and I'm almost done. This week was Thanksgiving. Thanks. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. And we had pretty good Thanksgiving. Uh, we host a brunch at our place, and we had dinner at my in-laws. So that was great. We had to, you know, show some fancy stuff. Yeah. And they they got amazed with our food, and we loved theirs too. The turkey was amazing and dark and white part was pretty juicy yeah we made uh, some recipes from our book we made the hollandaise eggs poached eggs and they were really good and i made the uh, some low carb bagels from my website and it was really fun to have kind of a gourmet brunch on thanksgiving and then later on we had a pastured turkey so that was really nice we got from a local farmer and my dad cooked it really slow and low on 275, he said, for six yeah, hours. for six hours. So it was really good. That was pretty big turkey, though. Yeah. We've been eating it all week still. Um, so we were going to talk about vegetables today. And first up is me. I'm going to talk about how to get more vegetables in and why you should eat them. I just want to be a gentleman. I always let you go first. (laughs) Of course. Being sir. (laughs) And so I grew up not... I would eat eat vegetables, but always ate them with a lot of um, fake butter on them or margarine. And my parents would steam them like crazy and they tasted horrible. They were like pulverized and... So I really grew up with a bad impression of vegetables, and and I wasn't a lot of times not allowed to leave the table until I ate all my vegetables. So I kind of had a bad impression of vegetables. It was only when I got older that I started to realize how much I liked them, and then I started to learn. Grassfed Chef taught me some more tasty ways to eat them, and so I started to begin to like vegetables again. So. I want to tell you guys some reasons to eat more vegetables. So they have antioxidants. They have antioxidants are constituents in the vegetables that help us to prevent disease. So 
You've probably heard of lycopene or lutein or quercetin. Uh, these are all antioxidants that can help us prevent disease and chronic conditions in our health. So it's really important. These come from the, the colorful parts of the vegetable. So the more color you can get, the better. Folate is one we really need for that prevents birth defects. So it's really important to get folate. And it's really important to get it in its whole form from vegetables rather than taking it from a pill, which is often synthesized and uh, synthetic. There's also, you'll read a lot about vitamin A in vegetables and being in vegetables, it's not actually vitamin A. It's a precursor to vitamin A. The real vitamin A can only come from animal sources. So you actually need to get, you need vitamin A from, coming from vegetables, but it's actually not complete until you add a fat with it. So uh, something like grass-fed butter would make it a complete source of vitamin A. So it's, it's good to get it, but it's just be, be aware that it's not enough, and your body knows the difference between, you know, you often see it referred to as beta-carotene, and uh, so make sure you're getting that real vitamin A from foods like liver, grass-fed beef, butter, things like that. And then vitamin K, which you'll read a lot, a lot about for blood clotting, that's really important for bone health as well. So vitamin K is really important, and that's another thing you need to combine with something like grass-fed butter to get the full benefits. You get your vitamin K2, so there's vitamin K1 and K2. So you got to get the, the greens and the fats together for that to work. And then you also have uh, to be aware of that there's a lot of things about vegetables that we don't even understand yet, so it's really important to get the cofactors of whole vegetables. So if you hear people saying, oh, just take this you know, supplement, it's got all these fruits and vegetables, it just doesn't work like that. And uh, you got to remember a lot of the vitamins are synthetic and there's things we don't understand about vegetables. So just eat the whole vegetable first. And if you want to supplement great, but it's not going to make up for eating vegetables. And there's just been hundreds of studies that vegetables prevent, help prevent diabetes, heart disease, and they even help you control your weight because they're so filling and they don't have a lot of calories. So not too much carbs. Yeah. And they're lower in carbs, most of them. So that's a really good thing. And then they also have something called, I'm just going to say the short one, it's called DIM. So that's something that's very preventative for cancer that's found in cruciferous vegetables. So you may need to make sure you're eating a lot of cruciferous vegetables. And if you have a, that's like cauliflower and broccoli and Brussels sprouts. And if you have a thyroid condition, just make sure and cook them well. And that will help to get rid of some of the goitrogens. And then, but they're still very important to eat cruciferous vegetables because they help you detoxify estrogens that are everywhere in our environment and in our uh, modern, you know, putting them on your skin and from your personal care products and coming from plastics on and on. So got to get rid of that estrogen with some cruciferous vegetables. And then the other reason is fiber. 
you know, a lot of times you think fiber is just the answer to everything. Sometimes it can be more problematic for people with some gut issues, but overall, most people need more fiber and you need to get it from the whole form like vegetables. And sometimes if you do have a digestive issue, you might want to cook your vegetables more, make, maybe make soups with broth, things like that. You may not be able to tolerate the raw vegetables as well, but you still need to get a lot of vegetables. And they're a great vehicle for fat if you're on a paleo diet. Sometimes it can be such a habit to cut fat that you need to have more fat. And vegetables are a great way to get fat in your diet by putting them all over, putting fat all over your vegetables. And they're really good for for your elimination, healthy bowel movements. Very important to eat a lot of vegetables for that. And they have a lot of water. And a lot of people are not getting much water in their diet. So that can be a one of your eight cups per day. I don't really know if I believe in that, but it's important to get more water in your diet. And they're also a good for source of magnesium on iron and calcium. Magnesium is really important for your uh, not being sore and having your smooth muscle function, like your heart beating and things like that, <laughs> that you really need and not having, you know, soreness after workouts. Iron is really good for the blood. Calcium, we all know is good for bones. And there's actually a lot of calcium in vegetables. You may not know that. It's not just from milk. <laughs> so you can actually get a lot of your calcium from leafy greens and green vegetables. And then there's the other aspect of organic. So I really think organic is worth the money. And I always try to buy organic when I can and when it's when I can find it. And when you're looking for organic, you might want to go to your farmer's market because it's going to be more affordable, most likely, to buy straight from the farmer. And, you know, you can always find organic stuff at Costco or Trader Joe's. Of course, Whole Foods would be probably my last resort because it's overpriced, I think, a lot of times. But um, the organic vegetables actually have 25% more vitamins and minerals, so that's really important. And uh, you could always grow vegetables in your yard if you are really cost cost cutting and they're a really good insurance against GMOs which are really dangerous and new food that has not been studied well and so we want to avoid that as much as possible and there are some vegetables that are genetically modified so if you want to make sure you can look for the nine on the label and that means it's organic and not genetically modified some that are coming to mind are zucchini and um, potatoes, corn, of course, soybeans. So be very careful about the organic vegetables. And beside the number nine, they have five numbers instead of four. When it's four numbers, it's just regular vegetables. When it's five, it's organic. Well, I think there can be like an eight. That I think it's an eight. That means it's GMO. Before, but the nine is organic. So if it starts with a nine, and yeah, it would be five numbers and starting with a nine. Uh, and then there's some one other thing you can do to see about the uh, 
there's a list called the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15. And if you're really on a budget, these are two lists you can use to, to decide if you want to purchase vegetables. So on the Dirty list is, these are ones you should never, you should try to buy organic. Peaches, apples, peppers, like red bell peppers and green bell peppers, celery, nectarines, cherries, peas, grapes, spinach, lettuce, and tomatoes. Those, those do change slightly year by year, and they're released. So if you want to see an updated version, go to the ewg.org. And then these are ones that you can buy uh, that are clean 15. So these are the least amount of pesticides. There's asparagus, avocado, cabbage, cantaloupe, cauliflower, eggplant, grapefruit, kiwi, mango, papaya, pineapple, sweet corn, peas, and sweet potato. So you can go to a full list at the environmentalworkinggroup.com.org and find that out. And uh, you know, one, another reason to buy organic is that there is toxic sludge that's left over from our uh, water supply, or, and that is actually 50% left is is poured onto our crops. So. That's pretty gross, and that's every single uh, time you flush the toilet, plus all this, you know, cleaning products, the solvents in the factories, everything. So that's poured right onto conventional crops. So if you need an, another reason, also pharmaceuticals, you know, all those pharmaceuticals are people are are peeing out. <laughs> so if you need another reason, I sure don't. Uh, to get organic, I think it's worth the money, and you're actually protecting the farm workers from having to use all those pesticides themselves, and you know you're making a sustainable impact on the earth every time and voting with your dollars. So those are some reasons to eat more vegetables and to eat organic. And now I'm going to turn it over to Grassfed Chef, and he's going to tell us how to make your vegetables tasty. Hello everyone again. Uh, before I start talking about how to cook them and stuff, try to get your vegetables from the farmer's market because most of the time they're organic and you're getting the seasonal ones. And when you get the seasonal ones, they're always good. The color is perfect. That means that in freeze it. Most of the time, if you don't get it in the season, it's they put it, they harvest it before time. So when it's basically like no color, like the tomato, it's still green. They take it, they freeze it until they need it to, you know, put it out in the market. So they put it underneath this UV rays, and it changed the color from green to red. So basically, it's, it's pretty terrible. You're not eating red tomato. You're eating some kind of weird whatever tomato which was frozen. And if you buy it from farmer's market, you're definitely safe and it's in season. And what's the best part when you eat in season is it's really cheap. So you don't have to buy a $6 uh, a box of strawberries during winter and definitely you're not gonna find it organic and even if it's organic 
doesn't does not mean it wasn't frozen and didn't put any you know UV crap on it. <clears throat> and what I like about vegetables, the best part is you don't have to cook it. You can eat it raw. So most of the vegetables are you know eatable no matter what. I mean, most of them, I'm not talking about potatoes. You, you don't want to eat the raw potato. <laughs> you you want to cook it. And when it's good about it, it's, it's savory. Most of the vegetables are savory. So you don't have to be a genius to make it as a dessert or anything. You don't want to beet sauce goes with some kind of weird tart or chocolate or something. So it's 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 pretty good. This, I mean, just go to, I mean, just Google it and put vegetables in season. And like now, I think it's winter time. There's a lot of uh, root vegetables. Like uh, we have like a squash now. There's a lot of squash, like rutabaga and parsnip and turnip. yeah, and turnip. And now, I mean, it's it's the end of November and. That's the end of Brussels sprouts. We used a lot of them. I mean, next month there will, will be less and less Brussels sprouts and cabbage and leaves and maybe the broccoli. Yeah, the broccoli will go away. Most of the restaurants where we work, we, we say seasonal vegetables. It helps a lot because it keeps the color. If it's in season, you get the great color. When you steam it, it keeps the right uh, color to it, even if you saute it after, it keeps it and it doesn't turn to a grayish. And like asparagus was, I mean, the season is May, and like asparagus and peppers, and we use them in season because they're cheap. We use all the vegetables, like seasonal vegetables, you see in the you go and do a banquet wedding or a reception. We say seasonal vegetables, whatever we have at a time. Most of the time is organic, and most most of the time is cheap. There's so many products and you know out of the produce, so you don't have to spend a lot of money when you go that way. Vegetables you can cook them in every technique. You name it, you can do it. When it comes to boiling, you can boil it. Steaming, you can steam it. Uh, blanching, you can blanch it. Stir fry, you can stir fry it. Grilling, you can grill it. Roast it, you can roast it. It's not one technique or another one. But the only like a common mistake people do is they don't know how long the vegetable itself if you roast it, how long it takes. Because what happened is, I mean, what I noticed when I met Caitlin, she puts green beans and carrots and sweet potatoes to roast at the same time. She ends up one or the other. Green beans are overcooked, or if the green beans are fine, the potatoes or the carrots and, and they're cooked. So it's good to know the temperature, the cooking temperature and the time for every vegetables. Like uh, when it's root vegetables, it's good to roast them because it takes longer. And when you roast them, it's good to put them like a, 
underneath whatever protein you use. Like if you have, if you're cooking, like we cook the turkey, the turkey underneath it, we put the root vegetables and the root vegetables, the fat from the turkey was dripping over them and it gives them more flavor. The, one thing you taught me was to, that I was cutting things all different sizes. Yes, that's, it has to be an equal size. If you put, you put them in a different sizes, one piece is cooked, the other one is raw, or the other way around. One is overcooked and one is cooked just fine. So when you steam or you boil or even, I mean, if every technique, you have to cut them equally, the same size. And if you saute in like a, in a stir fry, the vegetables takes too long, like the carrots or onion, you can put it anytime you want because it takes a bunch of heat and it doesn't go bad. And if you're adding like fava beans at the end, you can, you, you add them at the end, you don't add them in the beginning. And if we, you're adding broccoli, make sure the broccoli all are the same size when you drop them in there. And just cut them equally and know what the temperature of every, every vegetable and what time it goes in the pan. Because some of them take too long, others take less time. And like different ways of cooking. Uh, about a week ago we had uh, some friends over here and one of my friends, I mean, Jimmy Moore, I mean, a lot of people know, knows him, he's a big shot on podcast. Actually, he doesn't like Brussels sprouts, but the way I cooked it for him was totally different from the way they do it usually. Like, what I do and what we do actually at the, the restaurant, we par cook most of the vegetables it takes longer to cook. So for the Brussels sprouts, what we do, we boil them in salted water. Then when they're the al dente, we take them out, cool them down, and with this technique it's called bleaching. Blanching. Blanching. Bleaching. Bleaching. Please do not add any bleach on your vegetables. So, and you stop cooking. When you're ready, you use your the fat you want. You can use clarified butter, you can use what I used for him was red palm oil. Sustainable. Which, which, is, which is really good. It has its own flavor and it upset the bitterness of the Brussels sprout. So when they, when, when they came, I roast them right away. I give them pretty good color. What I did, I put, I put the pan over the, the stove on a medium high, make sure the pan is hot enough. I added my fat, it melted a little bit. When the fat is melt, I put the Brussels sprouts half, I put it, I slice it in half, and put the face down. So it caramelized. And the, the Brussels sprout absorbed a lot of the, 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 the red palm oil flavor, and it was the hit on the table. I wake up two bags of Brussels sprouts, and it was gone. And the bag was about a pound each. And usually people, they don't eat a lot of vegetables. And we cook two different kind of chicken with it. And the chicken, I made a sauce out of it and was was beautiful. And a lot of people like steam stuff. It's good when you steam vegetables because it keeps the nutrition. It's most 
most of the, the nutrition it stays when you steam it instead of boiling it or cooking it in a sauce so it keeps the the color which is Caitlin she already said about it as colorful things are as healthier and for us if it's color we keep the color perfect it looks nice on the plate when we're plating it looks good and I mean what we do for like green beans we steam it when it for like two or three minutes so mix it al dente then if we take it out and we'll put it in ice bath so it stops cooking and when the when we got order we put any kind of fat we use you whatever you want most of the time I use clarified butter ghee because the smoking temperature is high so you don't burn ish the butter so what, we, what I do is just a little bit of fat, garlic, salt and pepper for like 30 seconds I add the green beans that are already blanched you saute them mm. so the entire green beans they have green beans has its own flavor but it's a little bland so you wanna enhance more flavor into it so you get the flavor from the fat flavor from the garlic and it's what the end of it when you put it on the table or on the plate you put some clarified butter just on the top or you just put it with some uh, herbs and when it comes to grilling grilling is it's not it's the easiest but not the prettiest because grilling stuff is we you try to crisp up the outside and the inside you need to keep it moist so like we said earlier you need to have it an equal size to grill it or you have to take take one at a time I mean you have to make sure you be on the top of it you just look at it every like you're grilling asparagus one is bigger than the other one and make sure when you're cooking asparagus cut the end of it like the thick part because it has a lot of fiber and you, you can eat it but it's chewy and separate them because the tip of it cooks really fast and the end takes too long if you don't cut it you end up with the same thing burned tip or undercooked end of it mm. there's so many techniques when it comes to uh, vegetables and everyone is right there's no wrong thing just make sure get them in season get them organic and when you're cooking them cut them in the right size and cook every vegetable in its own time awesome those are some great tips so we want to give you an update on what we were talking about last week the FDA the day after we finished our podcast about uh, fish they approved the FDA salmon, unfortunately. <laughs> so it's really sad and very depressing. But what we can do is hopefully just look for retailers that are... I, I know I read that Costco is not going to be carrying it for uh, now. For now. <laughs> um, but just, you know, look for that 
wild label and just do whatever you can to become educated about the subject and write your write your senators and your congressmen tell them no that we really don't want that um, but they are going to be I think they're making it in Canada and in Central America and they said it's only going to be inland it's only going to be female fish but I still think that it's dangerous and uh, something we have to watch out for. So be aware of that. And unfortunately, that's something we have to deal with now. So I wanted to give you also an update on our, we had a great book signing last week at the Barnes and Noble in Cool Springs. We had a great turnout. So thank you for all the people who came and we really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. That was great seeing all of you guys. Yeah, it was really fun. So let us know where you live. Maybe we'll come to your city. You can write us over at Caitlin at grassfedgirl.com. And make sure you subscribe to our list at grassfedlist.com. So we send out a lot of new articles and recipes all the time. So thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. And we'll be talking about lots of new topics about cooking and healthy eating. See you. Have a great holiday. Bye-bye.